Hey, this is Erin. And Melissa. And we're Trending Spokane, a weekly podcast all about the latest in the Lilac City. Finding out what is happening right now in Spokane can be overwhelming, but not if you're an insider. Join us as we shine light onto the latest happenings and chat about the future of our city. Each episode will introduce you to people you want to know, places you need to visit, and local knowledge you can't live without. We will help you get out and get involved. Episodes are dropping soon, and make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts now. We are delighted today to welcome Hannah Talbot from Anamkara Healing Center for our episode. This is 56. Can you believe it? Welcome to Trending Northwest. We've been fascinated by the work that we have seen you do on Instagram and have been so excited to have you on the podcast. Could you please share with your audience a little bit about Anamkara and why you chose that name for your business and what you do? Yes, absolutely. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. So yes, uh, Anamkara Healing Center is a meditation and healing center in the heart of downtown Spokane. What we do is offer daily meditation classes. They are about 20 to 30 minutes long, designed to fit into your busy lifestyle. And then we serve tea before and after. So the idea is, you know, come stay for a whole hour and be connected to community, um, less of a kind of transactional class experience and more an opportunity to really dive into the practice. So that's membership-based, but also drop-in. And then we have one-on-one healing rooms um, from everything like Reiki to cranial sacral, a lot of um, body work, and just to support your mental and spiritual well-being. And then we do tons of workshops and trainings, um, corporate training, and then we also have a really cute apothecary as well. So all kinds of fun stuff. Oh my goodness, you are a one-stop shop for we really healing. Are. We I really love are. That. That's the idea. I hardly even know where to start because I heard so many buzzwords that people are really curious about and interested in. And yep. so many people are walking away from hardcore religion and mm-hmm. moving more into spiritual practices yeah. and mindfulness. Yep. And especially in you know the working community, yep. for businesses, it's difficult to give people advice and guidance that isn't yep. necessarily you know rooted in religion, but also has a broad application yep. for so many different personality types. Exactly. So could you tell us a little little bit about your work in the professional field yes. and how that really helps businesses to strengthen their teams yeah. and develop a sense of camaraderie. Yeah. So I come with about 20 plus. I like to just stop counting after 20. So I call it 20 plus years of management experience. Um, have been an entrepreneur kind of my whole life. Um, so I I bring that to the table, a lot of HR experience. And so kind of coming from that knowledge, I, and also coming from my own burnout, I really knew what teams need um, to feel connected. And something, um, you know, beyond just like your yoga class or, um, you know, team experiences like going to the brewery and things like that are awesome, but how do we really connect and how do we take um, that and actually turn it into productivity and um, enjoying our jobs, right? So what we do is really teach about stress and anxiety reduction. Um, I really tried to teach about, you know, of course, meditation is wonderful for you. And yes, you should do it every day. I'm a huge, you know, proponent of that. But how can we find other tools that are tangible and that we can apply in real time at our workspaces, um, 
you know, I was telling you, like, when we're at the line at the coffee shop, when we are maybe stuck in traffic or someone pulls out in front of you, like, how do you take that mindfulness practice that you learned maybe through meditation or lots of other different modalities and put it into real, you know, application? Um, so really focused on stress and anxiety reduction, um, burnout, um, and then connecting, right, as a team. Um, and my hope and goal and what I see with that is that that shift has to take place from the top up, mm -hmm. right? You know, that's a cultural shift um, to really think about your employees' whole well-being. And we know that our employees, you know, they spend the majority of their, their life with us. And when they are stressed, when they are burnt out, all the studies show their produ productivity goes down. We have higher turnover. It costs us more for their health insurance. I mean, it's it's all related, right? And so, um, yeah, I have a really big passion for working with teams, um, and I've been really lucky to work with a lot of them. So, yeah. Yeah, Vinny, do you feel burnout or are you happy on the team? <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> loaded <definitely> question. <laughs> we we are, all experience it though. Yes. And and like it was we were talking before, it's like the statistics back it up. It's it's really most of us experience stress on some level. And then, you know, how how big of an effect it has on us. That's where it's like, you know, a lot of us are actually hiding you know, how we're managing our stress. And it shows up mm -hmm. in our bodies. It shows up, again, in our productivity, how we interact with our families. So it's a big deal. Yeah. And for our team and for our company, it is such a core value to practice mindfulness in the way that we talk to our team, the way yeah. that we manage people. Because ultimately, we would never be able to function without every single person who's involved in the mission, which is to share stories yes. about people from our region, products that yeah. are made by really passionate human beings and activities for people to come together. You know, We really want to make people's lives just a little bit better every day. Yeah. And I can totally see that you do that at Anamkara. Um, the social media that you have is so yes. beautiful and it Thank gives you. people a great insight into what you do and what your space looks like. Yeah. But if you were to describe your healing center mm -hmm. to somebody who has never seen it, what would you want to let them know? Yeah. Well, it was built and designed for you. Um, and when you walk in, you will probably instantly feel calm. Um, that is what most people say is – wow, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this place. I want to live here. Um, <laughs> and I say, me too. Yeah. Um, it's It really is beautiful. I designed it to not be, um, you know, there's, there's nothing that's like going to point in a religion or a, you know, certain type of dogma or anything like that. It's very stripped down. It's very organic. It's not too masculine. It's not too feminine. Um, it's got giant windows. Um, and really every corner of it was designed to make you feel held, to make you feel like you can come in and drop the weight off. Um, we all are caring. So um, I had an amazing designer, Natalie Alexander. She's incredible. Yes, I love her so much. Um, she's a great friend. And I brought her on as my designer. I have been dreaming up Anamkara for over six years and really knew exactly what I wanted to create. And she helped me take it to the next level and just refine, you know, my choices and, you know, definitely point out some things that I didn't think of like, oh, yeah, let's do beautiful tile in the kitchen. And okay, you're right. Let's get that light fixture. You know, I mean, that kind of thing where she just really took it to the next level. So that was incredible. And she also stepped in as my general contractor because she's a 
Badass. Wow, um, so she incredible. stepped in as the general contractor. I, I had a contractor who ended up being um, not aligned. We'll just say that and walked off the job after three days. And oh. um, she was like, I got this. And so she stepped in as the general contractor. And if you can have your designer be a general contractor and maybe if you're a woman and they can be a woman as well. I mean, man, we were, she was on it. So it was really a beautiful process to design it and build it. And everyone who helped out, um, before I hired anyone, one of the biggest things was that, you know, your energy matters and how mm. you come into this space and build and put things together matters to me. And so what we're talking about now, like how does your team member feel to me, you know, even like, how does the painter feel? How does the contractor feel? You know, who who's here and what energy are they putting into the walls? Um, so for me, and really, it even goes down to who's the building owner and the building owner, you know, it's AG management. Um, Alyssa AG is my um, is my friend and landlord and um, as well as Mark. And they're incredible, absolutely incredible. And so are all my neighbors. So um, and what we're trying to do on that block, you know, to really revitalize and regenerate some parts of Spokane that have, um, you know, that just need some love that, that needs some life in them. So it's, it's, it feels mission driven for sure. That gives me so much joy. We here at the Washington Cracker Building love the management team yes. here. There's so many powerful creative professionals and there is something to be said for the energy that people bring into yep. that building yep. and how you'll feel every day. Exactly. Because I think as a healer, as somebody who wants to help mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. you tend to take on or you can tend to take on a lot of the weight and <laughs> yes, energy you can. of the people around <laughs> yep, you, right? Yeah, we all do, but yeah, yeah, for sure. So when it's not an alignment yep. that you feel with the team that you're working with, it could be so challenging. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you guys are yes. taking that on in that yeah. beautiful section of Spokane. Yeah, it's really neat. And so because we've been talking about mm -hmm. alternative and holistic health, yeah. how long have you been working in that space? Yeah. And what brings you the expertise to create this gorgeous yeah. center? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I do say like I, I did do a real 180 um, going from being the director of operations for four restaurants to now being, you know, a Reiki master um, and teaching Reiki and energy healing. And um, but it all all. It, it was training for this, you know, um, every day I was helping and healing people. Um, I still am connected with a lot of the people that I managed and worked with, and they'll tell you that I had that role even then. So, um, you know, and I already told you about how the HR plays into everything, but I found myself in the role of, or excuse me, I guess I found myself to this path through my own burnout. Um, being a new mom, being, like I said, managing tons of businesses at once and just being so stressed and my marriage being taxed and just all of it, right? Burnt out and found my way to yoga. And that was like the gateway drug. And um, <laughs> I was told by the studio owner, I had just completed my first challenge of 30 days of yoga and I never thought I could complete something like that. And she was like, you should teach. And I was like, no way. I'm too messed up for that. Yoga teachers are all zen and, you know, perfect and have healed all of their stuff. And it that wasn't the case, obviously. That's not true at all. We're all just humans doing the best we can. And so that really was, it opened the the it turned on the light, you know, and I was like, well, if I'm going to do 
yoga, if I'm going to teach yoga, I'm going to own a studio. Mm -hmm. So right away, I started researching and doing my business plan for a yoga studio. And so it evolved over the years from teaching yoga to um, Reiki and mindfulness um, meditation. Um, and that's where I really felt at home. Um, for me, my my story with Reiki is is somewhat personal. Well, it's very personal, but it's um, it's just interesting how it leads you there. My mom was um, diagnosed with terminal cancer when I was 18. And so one of the alternative therapies that she sought out was Reiki. And I didn't know very much about it then. I didn't seek it out afterwards, but I will never forget what she looked like going into that therapy session and how much pain she was in and how depleted and, you know, I mean, just Broken. what you can imagine that feels like, right, mm -hmm. um, to get that kind of diagnosis at 43 years old. And then the way she looked when she came out, it was like she's glowing, she's floating, she's happy, she feels pain-free, she feels ease. And so my Reiki sessions, um, that's how I found myself to Reiki. My Reiki sessions um, really are that. I you know, there's, I can go into all the science of why Reiki works. Um, it has to do with your nervous system. It has to do with you have a bioenergetic field all around you that we can measure. You know, we used to, we can call it aura, but we can also, you know, use some scientific names now. And um, science is catching up to what people have known for thousands of years and practiced forever. Um, and what it does is brings your body into a state of calm, which allows you to let go enough um, you know, your nervous system can calm down, which is where we can get rid of, you know, the pain and disease and inflammation and and literally change the physical structure of the body, right? Be, by the way we just bring in energy. Um, most of my sessions, people feel pretty blissed out and held and loved. And my intention is for them to walk out feeling that. Um, yeah, because we are all carrying so much. So that is yeah. such a powerful story. And I know that especially for people who have watched their loved one mm -hmm. pass away from cancer, mm -hmm. I have watched it with the person who was like my mother when I was yes. 10, my grandmother. Mm -hmm. She was there every day, raised me, walked me to the bus and picked me yep. up from the bus. And, yep. and the pain that people experience both at those times in their life and the emotional pain yep. that we carry through on a daily basis. I don't think there's a single person out there who's listening to this podcast or who's walking around who doesn't have some level of pain and yep. hurt and stress yep. in their life. Absolutely. Um, and so for your Reiki practice, mm -hmm. what do you think an average person who doesn't mm -hmm. know anything about yeah. Reiki would want yeah. to know about the experience? Yeah. Well, that's another thing about my sessions. They definitely um, include therapeutic dialogue where we get to kind of talk about what's going on for you. What are your intentions? Um, and sometimes people will take up their whole session just, you know, kind of because I'm it's coaching. You know, you're getting lots of tools and tips and things to um, help ease anxiety and, and pain in real time. And then the actual session is, um, it really is, you know, kind of like, a you know, a massage room setting, right? Um, you lay down on a table with your clothes on and uh, it's Reiki is light laying of hands. And so you're just kind of gently laying your hands on energetic centers of the body. Um, if you have ever tried acupuncture, or anything about Chinese medicine or reflexology, you know, you're working with all of these different energy centers in the body. 
And so, again, it just brings you into this state of calm and relaxation. It's really normal to feel like heat and tingly. It's kind of wild. It's sort of like a dreamlike state. A lot of people experience, you know, visions and colors. And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I know, right? It's pretty crazy. That's wild. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting to me that so many people are very resistant to either Eastern types of medicine or ancient practices. And what made you, other than seeing your Mm -hmm. mother obviously going Mm -hmm. through that, somebody who you care about more than anyone in your world at that age, you know, they're so integral to your life, Mm -hmm. um, experiencing so much pain and coming out of that feeling Mm -hmm. at peace and, you know, without pain. What do you think someone who hasn't had the opportunity to experience Reiki before um, yeah. should know about the practice. Yes. Well, what they should know about the practice is one that it's, um, it is a Japanese practice. So mm-hmm. it's, um, the actual steps of Reiki and, um, you know, it's a Japanese practice. It's been brought over to the Western world and adapted in our ways and changed a little bit. I try to adhere as much as I can to that, but really we're just talking about doing energy work and, um, you know, we can, that is that is cross cultural. It spans across the world throughout time, and and so you're not. What I love about Reiki to me is what I say, and with meditation, and especially our center, is that it folds into whatever belief system you have. We are not trying to change whatever beliefs you have, and we're not trying to get you to adapt to any new belief systems either. Your spirituality is your path. Um, I definitely talk to my clients a little bit about, you know, what is what is that for you? I have people on varying levels, right? Like absolutely no spiritual connection whatsoever and then being really religious and feeling conflicted. It's nothing against your religion and um it's it's it really is, you know, it's like this is just scientific healing that your body when it is brought into a state of calm, we can take you out of that fight or flight and bring you into rest and digest. And at the very least, having that kind of space held for you for 60 to 90 minutes is incredible for your nervous system. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the laser light show that happens, but it's pretty wild that that does without any manipulation. I'm not doing anything to your body. I didn't, you know, put anything in the air. You know, it's like, it's literally just energy. And how I think of energy is everything's vibrating light, right? We know that it's all just moving like you can't see my hands, but it's just oscillating like when something is vibrating at a lower level and something at a higher frequency comes in, it's just physics, right? It will start to oscillate at a higher level and bring itself up to that higher frequency. So when someone who has been attuned to Reiki comes in and is bringing you that energy, their energy just vibrates at a higher frequency. And so you who might have pain, inflammation, stuck or blocked emotions, those vibrate at a lower frequency. And it's so like that higher energy just comes in and literally breaks it up. And that's why people feel heat and tingly and um, all of these things. So I can obviously talk about this for days. Um, This is what I teach. Um, I teach Reiki at the studio. Um, So in addition to giving sessions, we, we teach Reiki all levels. So I think it's 
fascinating. Yes. And it kind of reminds me of that feeling that you get when someone really cares about you and they give you a wonderful warm hug. That's exactly the thing that I describe it. Think of the f- when you bump your knee when you were a little kid. What's the first thing your caregiver does? They put their hand on the spot where the pain is. Mm-hmm. And that is what Reiki is. It's just love. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. It's pure love. And that's it. There's there's no other intention behind it. And so I am on a mission to share that with, um, you know, with schools, with therapists, with people who are working with cancer patients. Um, I myself have worked with a lot of cancer patients. Obviously, it's a deep passion of mine and mission to help in that area. Um, I believe people who work anywhere in the caregiving world could utilize this tool first for themselves to, because we, if you care, you have burnout, mm, you have yes, fatigue, into that. you know, and Ooh. so they need it first. I can't go into every single, you know, social work office and work with every single person that I want to, but I, what I can do is train the people who are already in those facilities, who are already doing that work. And when I think, you know, it's like, again, we're, we're in a part of downtown where, And just downtown in general and just every city in general is dealing with homeless population and people who are dealing with addiction. Mm -hmm. They need it. Like Mm -hmm. everyone needs love and stress relief, right? (laughs) So I'm here to serve it. (laughs) Well, I love that mission. And it's something that so many people are lacking today, especially physical connection. We were talking before the podcast a little bit about what it was like during the pandemic Mm -hmm. for people who were struggling with isolation. And more than ever, we are dealing with a touch-free society. People are very afraid to hug one another. You know, In a a lot of business situations, Mm -hmm. people are taught to not even shake hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's creating this distance between people in addition to the fact that we are on devices so much of the time. And I know that more than most people because yes, my totally. work is in Guilty. social media. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yep. <laughs> and with screens and all of that. And you have so many people on your team with a wide yes. variety of expertise. Yep. Could you please share with us a little bit about the individuals that make up Anamkara Healing Center yeah. and what they contribute? Absolutely. So, you know, you were talking about this feeling of being disconnected. Um, and that is precisely why we built Anamkara. And I didn't continue to be a virtual mobile because I've I've been running my business as an event-based business um, mobily for six years now. Um, I've always wanted a space to be the, you know, the center um, because we need that connection in real time. We need to hug each other. We need to look each other in the eyes. We need to cry together. We need to be silent together. We need to laugh together. Like, we are tribal that is biological to us to um that is that is innate to our survival and so to create spaces where people feel like they can come in and be held is so important and so everybody who works um and contributes to anamkara has that behind them i would say that every single person that i've connected with was serendipitous and um i found them you know because i only moved to spokane about a year and a half ago and so i found every and i just opened my business nine you know we've been in construction i signed my lease almost a year ago so i only started the business like six months after i got here i was like let's do it not even (laughs) not even six months so everyone who is there is there on purpose um and 
the way that they care and every single person will make you feel like you are at home and like you are supposed to be there. And that's not something that has to be taught to them. That is just who they are. And that's why we found each other. And so, you know, they do we have incredible meditation teachers. Most of our meditation teachers are also practitioners um, who do, like I was telling you, everything from cranial sacral work to um, body work. Um, we have other people who do Reiki besides just me. So incredible practitioners as well as event space holders, you know, so we do tons of workshops and trainings. So there's always you know, something for you to take at Anamkara to not only learn, to deepen your own healing journey, but to connect in community. So it's a pretty amazing team of people. I feel really lucky to have everybody who is there from, from all the way from, you know, like I said, the building managers and owners to my designer, to who worked on my website, to who does social media, to like every single person has been beautiful. So it's been pretty incredible. I feel really lucky. That is so important, especially with the pace of today's world. Yeah. I feel like we're all just hitting these very fine touch points of occasionally getting to, together with the people that we love yeah. and and everybody's under stress. So sometimes yeah. they're reactive. Yeah. And especially in circles of friends, there can be dynamics yeah. that at times get yeah. really painful and yeah. difficult and people don't always feel welcome. Yeah. So that's a really distinctive point that your center is specifically designed so that no matter what stage of life you're at, no matter what you're mm -hmm. dealing with, you are loved and yep. accepted and welcomed. We have meditators from like age nine up to, you know, over 80. So um, we really, and that would be in one class. So it really is the spectrum of, of everybody who's coming in there. And it's funny that you talked about, you know, how we gather with our friends, because that's actually how I started my business. I started it with a girlfriend. Um, like I said, I had wanted to open a yoga studio. And we decided kind of in between to open up an event-based business where we essentially brought the yoga retreat to you. And Ooh. so I have a giant, huge tent. I have 20, you know, bolsters and mats and blankets. And we would set up this three to five hour event where we celebrate something like your birthday or baby shower or wedding and to do it in a way that's more connective and about you. Because so often, you know, you go plan a dinner with your friends at a fun restaurant and it's fun, but you're not actually really connecting. And are you really honoring what you're celebrating? You know, um, and so we still do that at the center. So now we have a gorgeous space for it. I don't have to load up my car as often. <laughs> I still will. We'll do offsite. But um, so we do birthday parties and baby showers and weddings and blessings and things like that, which are incredible. And it's really a way for you to connect with your people. So Basically, connection is is what I'm about. <laughs> well, and it's never been more needed than yeah. now. Yep. So before we head out, because we have reached the end of our time for the podcast today, we still would love to know, how can our listeners get involved? Yes. So what events do you have coming up at the yeah. center that people can sign up for? Yeah. So the thing that I'm most excited about, we always have events happening every single week, but the thing that I'm most excited about is that we are doing a free virtual citywide meditation challenge. 
during the month of November. So it will be starting November 1st through the 30th, but you can sign up whenever. You will get access to free live classes. So you will actually log in and meditate with a teacher in real time, which is totally different than meditating on an app where it's really easy to log off because nobody <laughs> keeping you there, <laughs> you know? True. And so it's, it's totally different mm-hmm. when you say hello to your teachers. So they'll be able to log on and take classes and then we'll have a library of classes that they can access as well all through our app. Um, and so the idea is that we're trying to get as many people in Spokane to meditate with us. You'll be entered to win grand prizes based on how many classes you complete. And we're really uh, on a mission to introduce mindfulness in a way that feels mainstream, that feels accessible to everybody, and to um, truly support people during the month of November because, of course, it's a month of gratitude, but Mm -hmm. it's also an intense time. We start ramping up the holidays, and that can feel really fun but also stressful, and it can also feel really isolating and alone. So this is a way for us to connect as a community, and so I would love to see everybody in Spokane sign up. Um, We'll share with you all of the ways that they can sign up for that um, so they can find that in the show notes, but you can also just go to Anamkar healing.center and find out information there as well. And of course, following us on Instagram as well. So if you were to be standing right in front of every single person in Spokane Mm. at the same time, what would you tell them to do right now? Mm. Breathe. Take a nice, big, deep breath in and hold it for a moment and then sigh it out. It's amazing what can happen when you just hold space for yourself. Yep. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. We are delighted to get to join you for that meditation challenge, Hannah. And if you want to learn more about Anamkara Healing Center, go follow them on Instagram, on Facebook, and check out their website for more.